Welcome to episode 60 and to the Business Fabulous podcast. This episode is about imposter syndrome and FOMO. And after I had edited and produced the entire podcast and I was listening to it as I was falling asleep, I realized I left out two really important things. And that was fully describing what imposter syndrome and FOMO really are. So here we go. Imposter syndrome. So think of an imposter. An imposter is a poser. An imposter is somebody who is not who they say they are. They're not who they appear to be. When you get deep down to the heart of it, they're not real. They're not who they are portraying. An imposter is not somebody who they're trying to show everyone they are. They're putting on a persona of somebody else, but that's not really them. And so imposter syndrome is when you're trying to be somebody who you're not. In your head, you're not that person. That's the syndrome. It's in your head. You are fully capable of growing your business, of growing your podcast, of growing your social media followers as big and bountiful and full of engagement as you want to. You are fully capable of doing that. I know you are. I know it. I believe it to my core and I'm here for you. But you've got to believe that. And until you believe that, you will be suffering from imposter syndrome. You will be telling yourself stories in your head that you don't really know about all this stuff or you don't really know enough to create the course that you created or you can't get the sales because you're not really good at this thing that you're trying to sell or you just can't do it. You're an imposter. You're not good enough. You don't know enough. You haven't done enough. You haven't had your business for long enough. It's not enough. That's the imposter syndrome. And fear of missing out, that's FOMO, F-O-M-O. That's whether it's a personal experience, an event, or purchasing a product, a program, or service, you feel like you're going to miss out on something if you don't do it. If you don't go to that event, if you don't sign up for that webinar, if you don't purchase that product, program, or service, you're going to miss out on something. Think about the fear of missing out on, you know, it's a one-time bonus or sign up early bird and you'll get this thing. So it's the FOMO of not getting that thing. And that's why you're going to sign up early. So FOMO can appear in all sorts of ways. Just like imposter syndrome, it can appear in all sorts of ways in your life, personally and professionally. So hopefully that will help you with the rest of the episode. And I have described my own journeys with my business, my own journeys with imposter syndrome and with FOMO, what I did about it and what you can do about it too. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello there, passionate entrepreneur, and congrats because you've taken the very best step you can today to grow your business by choosing to listen to this episode of Business Fabulous. And in less than 30 minutes, you will get exactly what you need to grow that business of yours. Easy, actionable tips and strategies to quickly boost your online visibility, increase your social media following, and strategically focus your marketing without 
the overwhelm. In this episode, I'm going to discuss imposter syndrome and FOMO. Alrighty, imposter syndrome. You might have heard of imposter syndrome before, and you might feel that you are 100% suffering from imposter syndrome. Maybe this very second that you're listening to this, maybe yesterday you were feeling like that, or maybe two and a half weeks from now, you're going to be suffering from imposter syndrome because the real stuff of every entrepreneur's life is that imposter syndrome happens. Imposter syndrome happens, and it doesn't just happen once. It happens again and again, and usually it happens before we are leveling up. It happens when we're trying to grow our business, when we're trying something new. Now you know that if you're currently having imposter syndrome, if you're suffering from it, and I do think that it is suffering, not just you have it, I feel like I suffer when I have it. So if you're having it now or you've had it in the past, you are normal, 100% normal. You are a normal entrepreneur And you are passionate about who you are, about what you do, about serving your audience, about making a difference on this planet before you leave it. I know that because that's the type of people who listen to my episodes. That's exactly the type of people who I attract. So I want you to know that there's nothing wrong with imposter syndrome. All entrepreneurs have it. All entrepreneurs have it. Number one, you're normal. Check that off the list. I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I started my business because this has everything to do with imposter syndrome. I don't have a business degree. I'm a business coach. I'm a business consultant. I've never had a business class. I don't intend to take a business class. I don't intend to get a master's in business. Both of my degrees happen to be in education. I was an elementary school teacher and a middle school teacher and a college professor for 20 years. That is my background for becoming a business coach. Talk about imposter syndrome. There was not one single person, not anybody, nobody let me know that they thought me becoming a business coach was a good idea. In fact, everybody I knew, family, friends, acquaintances, everybody I knew thought it was a bad idea and They were eager to tell me that it was a bad idea, in their opinion. I even had people say I would fail. They used that four-letter word. Mm -hmm. And they said things like, but you're a great teacher, Bonnie, and so you should teach because that's what you do. You're a teacher. You don't know anything about business. How could you become a business coach? You've never had a business. You don't know anything about business. You can't help anybody with business. You don't. You can't, you won't. The only thing that was you will was always followed by fail. You will fail. And I would tell myself things like that. Those were the stories that were roaming around in my head as well. And the thing is, even when people seem like they're against you, they're probably not against you. They're probably just trying to keep you safe. Your friends, your family, they're probably trying to keep you safe. And when you're telling yourself those stories about you can't do it and you're going to fail and it's not going to work out, that's your ego taking over, again, trying to keep you safe. And the difference between success and failure is not giving up. If you give up, you've already failed. 
If you give up, you have failed. But if you refuse to give up, then you're still in the ring. You still have a chance to succeed. But once you give up, once you give up, that's it. You've got no more opportunities. You have failed. You're done. I simply refused to do that. Now, I had a lot of encouragement to stop. I had a lot of encouragement. In fact, daily encouragement by my ex-husband, in fact, every single day. I just simply wouldn't listen. I knew that I needed to succeed, but more than that, I knew that I wanted to succeed. Now, why did I need to succeed? Because I had stayed at home for over a decade and done the volunteer work and, you know, not brought income into the family because I was taking care of my kids and my husband. At the time, he was my husband and he was very sick and I was taking care of him. So I was taking care of three people in the household, plus running the household, plus driving all over the country to basketball tournaments with my boys and getting them into college, you know, doing all of those things. I did all of those things by myself. So not only was I doing that, and not only was I there for them, but I knew that I needed to have something of my own, not only to bring money into the family again, because all of my money from teaching had already been earmarked and probably spent already. So I knew that I needed something for myself to help the family and also for myself to help my own head about, I can do this. I can do this. Not because anyone was encouraging me. Nobody was. Everybody was discouraging me every single day. Every corner I turned, there was more discouragement. But I knew that I needed to do it for me. And I knew that I would feel so much more accomplished if I would do it. I knew that if I just stuck to it, I could succeed. I knew I could. And I tried lots of things along the way that didn't work out so well. And then I would simply teach myself more things. And I would teach myself everything that I needed to learn to succeed. And when I needed to learn something new, I would teach myself that. I didn't have any money to hire a business coach. I didn't have any money to invest in courses. I didn't have any money to invest in any sort of education where somebody else was going to be showing me the way. All of my money had been spent for the family. It was all up to me. So when I started, I didn't have a professional microphone. I had my Apple earbuds with that little like one inch microphone on them, the corded earphones. That was my mic. And I had a cell phone. So that was my, what we call in podcasting, my interface. And My iPad was also my interface. I already had one of those. And I had a laptop, an old one, but I had one. So that's what I built my website on. And I built my website myself. I don't know how to code. I didn't then. I don't now. I don't plan to ever learn. There's loads and loads of ways to learn to build a fabulous website, and you don't ever need to code. I use Kajabi for my website. My entire business is run on Kajabi. If you want to find out how to use Kajabi, then I've got a special section in that in the Social Media Marketing Cafe, or you could certainly reach out to me personally, and I will give you a behind-the-scenes look at the back end of my website, and you'll see how easy it is to do everything on there. So I taught myself everything I needed to learn. It wasn't easy. 
It was not fast. It was not the most pleasurable journey, to put it mildly. It wasn't. But it's what I had to do, and I did it. So I started everything from scratch. If I can do it, you can do it. I did it with no money. I did it with no followers. I did it with not only no support, but I did it with loads and loads of very discouraging, emotionally heart-wrenching lack of support every single day. But I didn't let my past affect my future. And that's one thing that's really, really important about imposter syndrome. Everybody starts somewhere, everybody. And you know, all of the biggest, you know, the gurus, quote unquote, that you'll see online or all of the biggest names, anyone that you follow, whatever your industry is, anyone that you follow, all of those big people, whoever they might be, they all started somewhere. They all started somewhere. They didn't go from where they started to where they are now overnight. It took years. And if you really look back into any of those people, pick any of them, it doesn't matter. If you really look back into their history, if you go back into past interviews and you look at their very first YouTube videos, or you listen to their very first podcast, or you go back to the very first blog post that they wrote, or whatever it is, they probably weren't so great. Everybody starts from zero. Everybody does. Every single person out there. Doesn't matter how big you think they are. They all started somewhere. And you're going to start somewhere. And you're going to get better the next day and the next day and the next. So when I came up to roadblocks, like everybody discouraging me, like having no money to invest in my business, things like that, I simply thought to myself, okay, this is the situation I'm in. Now what am I going to do? What else can I do to get what I want? And what I wanted was paid clients. And what I wanted was a growing business. And what I wanted was to have a business that was not only helping my family, but could sustain my family, or if my husband and I would get divorced, could sustain me. And guess what? We got divorced. And guess what? It is sustaining me. When I came up to those roadblocks, the very first thing I had to do was accept that the roadblock was there, and then I had to figure a way around it. You know, Michael Jordan talks about, you know, you have to go around it, or you have to go under it, or you have to go over it, or, you know, you have to go through it some way you're going to get past that roadblock. I don't remember the exact quote, but you get the idea. And so I simply had to figure a way past it. And part of doing that is dealing with your own mindset. You, my dear friend on the other end, who I love dearly for listening to this episode and for following me online and supporting my journey and allowing me to support your journey, you are your own worst enemy. I am my own worst enemy. Even during those days where everyone was discouraging me, I was also my worst enemy because I was also telling myself those horrible stories in my head that I could not do it. But I tried again the next day and I tried again the next day and that's what made the difference. So you've got to be able to deal with your mindset and you've got to be able to do whatever you need to do whether it's exercising or meditation or um, listening to affirmations or writing your own affirmations, journaling, reading self-development or self-improvement books, whatever it is, you've got to do that 
to deal with your mindset and to get past those blocks. You have to, or you won't be able to succeed. And all of those most successful entrepreneurs that you still follow, all of them daily work on mindset, daily. Not sometimes, not when it gets hard, every single day. Every single day. In fact, I've got some podcast episodes where I talk about what entrepreneurs do on a daily basis and the difference between success and failure. When I would fail, and I did, I did, I would simply give myself the time and space to accept that I had failed, to realize what happened, and to figure out how I could get around it, how I could make sure I didn't fail the next time, or how I could fail maybe not quite so bad the next time, and then the third time not fail at all. I just kept getting back up. That's the imposter syndrome part of this podcast episode. Now we're going to move on to FOMO, fear of missing out. People talk about FOMO a lot, and there's loads of memes about it and lots of stories about it. And now people say FOMO and people just know what it is. But FOMO is different for every single person. My FOMO is going to be different from your FOMO. And I will tell you, not only was I absolutely dealing with imposter syndrome on a daily basis, I was dealing with FOMO on a daily basis. But nobody knew about it at the time. Nobody but me. Even though I built my business on live streaming and I was live streaming every single day all over the place and and I was growing my business. And at the very same time, I was absolutely suffering on a daily basis from FOMO, from the fear of missing out. And it wasn't just thinking that I was missing out on things. Oh no, I was literally missing out on things. I could barely leave my house to go to any networking events. I could not ever go on a business trip to you know any sort of summit or any sort of conference or any sort of meeting out of town all of my colleagues were doing that. You know, now a lot of people are not on Periscope like they were when it first came out. Meerkat and Periscope were the first two live streaming platforms that people knew about. And Periscope became huge. And I built my business on Periscope. In fact, for the first two years, I didn't even need to do marketing funnels. I would simply go live and people would hire me. It was very, very easy. That was my funnel. There was a Periscope summit. And there was a second Periscope Summit and all of my friends from Periscope, and these were people that I really did know, they were all going to the summit and I couldn't go. And not only could I not go, but I saw how much fun they were having and they all got to meet each other. And that helped all of them to move their business along faster. And I missed out on all of that. And it was devastating. I remember crying a lot during the Periscope Summit days. I was devastated that I couldn't go, but I couldn't go. And if you've listened to some of my past episodes about abuse, you will know why I couldn't go. So I had some very real FOMO that I was dealing with. Not just, oh, I wish I could, but real in-my-face FOMO that I was dealing with. How did I deal with that? I sucked it up. And I tried again the next day. And I just realized that I was choosing my boys 
over going to the Periscope Summit. There was no choice to be made. And I was going to stay home and take care of them the way that I needed to and not be gone for three days or five days or however long. I wasn't going to do that. In fact, I didn't do any of those things until after my ex-husband now and I were separated. Until we were separated, I didn't start doing any of those things. Or if I did go to a networking meeting and they were very few and very far between, it was during a time where my kids had a basketball practice or something where they were out of the house and I was out of the house at the same time. If it was a conference that I was speaking at, it would be during a time where they would be at school and then they would have basketball practice and then we would all be home together later on. So I really had to schedule myself, my business, and my business growth. Who did I listen to during all of this? During the imposter syndrome, during the FOMO, during the Periscope Summit where I was crying almost every single day or it seemed like 24 hours a day during that time. Who did I listen to? I listened to me. So I listened to me. I knew that I was doing what I had to do. I knew that I wasn't going to be talking about what was going on in the house, not at that time. Now I readily talk about it. So nobody knew what was happening under my roof. Nobody in the public knew. None of my followers knew. None of my clients knew. Nobody. I think it's really important to look at your own business, to understand that your imposter syndrome is totally normal. That suffering from imposter syndrome is 100% normal. And what does that mean? That means that you want to grow. That means that you want to level up. That means that you want to be better. And that means that you're going to have to find a way to deal with imposter syndrome. Because I am here to tell you, if I can do it, you can do it. In fact, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Ultimately, you need to listen to you. And you need to feel okay. Not even okay. You need to feel good about the decisions that you are making now for your business and about the decisions that you have made because those decisions were the best decisions that you could make at the time. Whether it personally or professionally, whatever types of decisions you were making, they were the best ones that you could make at the time. And when you know better, you'll do better. I know you will. And if you want to know more about building your business, if you want to know more about social media, marketing, podcasting, live streaming, and more, then you should check out the Social Media Marketing Cafe. Doors are now open, and you can check it out at bit.ly forward slash get the cafe. B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash get the cafe. Just like it sounds all lowercase. And when you go there, you will find out all sorts of things that are inside the cafe that you can use right now for your online presence to grow your followers and to increase your sales online. If you don't yet have any sales, we need to talk. I didn't have sales when I first started. That can change and that can change in one day. Let's chat. Let's do it for free. 20 minute chat. bit.ly forward slash talk to Bonnie, bit.ly forward slash talk to Bonnie. And there for free, you can chat with me. That's a little poem for 20 minutes about how you can start getting sales or how you can increase your sales. If you want to monetize your podcast, 
If you want to start growing a business or you want to start a business, I have times for that as well. So let's chat. I am here to help you. I am absolutely here for you every step of the way. If I can do it, you can do it. Please reach out anytime. You can find me all over social media. You can email me, listener at bonnielfrank.com. And you can also give me a voice message if you'd like on my SpeakPipe. So you can go to speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous, or you can go to my podcast page on my website, bonnielfrank.com forward slash podcast. And right there, right smack in the middle, you will see a little orange button where you can push it and record a message that you would like to give me. If you've got a question about podcasting, live streaming, social media, marketing, starting or growing a business, that is the space to use. If you want to give some feedback about the podcast, I would love that. And you can also use that opportunity to tell me what you would like me to talk about on the podcast. If there's a topic that I haven't touched on yet, or maybe I haven't talked about it enough, let me know. I'll be happy to include more episodes for you. I'm so happy you are here with me today. And if you know somebody who might get some encouragement, some love, some understanding, and some support from this podcast, please feel free to share it with them. I would really appreciate that. Thanks so much for being here with me. I hope today is filled with loads of smiles and lots of opportunities for you. I love you. Have an awesome day.